Hello and welcome back to Vaybaba. This is Mike, your Dungeon Master, speaking. And I'm again joined by Corbs as Volta, Steve as Logan, Dan as Keenan, and Baina as Lily. Thanks for joining us once again, so let's get back straight into the action. So, uh, last episode, where's my notes? There, they are on the screen in front of me, while we're looking down. Um, last episode, the party went about talking to the Lord Calastro and Lady Menstrata of the High Elves. They mentioned they had begun investigating the reasons for the extra intelligence the local bullywug population possessed, and that a good place to start if the party wanted to aid them in uh, this was to speak to Great Mama, the village elder for the Swamp Elves. After a brief conversation and short history lesson from her, the party asked about the town for directions to the Bullywug village. Uh, despite warnings they shouldn't go, they did. To their amazement, they discovered a thriving town that was well-engineered and beyond anything a Bullywug should be capable of, of including... Uh, anything a Bullywug should be capable of including its own political system and societal structure. Should have put a comma in there. Not least a huge statue of Great Mama with its own seemingly magic fountain. Um, the party upon speaking to the mayor, Benjamin Reedwinkle, of the town, were not impressed to discover the appalling trade deal that seemed to be in place with them. And Great Mama, and so challenged the Bullywugs to allow them to fight in the arena against their champions. Upon defeating the best the Bullywugs had to offer, we pick up the action in a stadium surrounded by angry Bullywugs, um, booing and throwing items at the party. Um, so yes, so they were in the arena. Um, just a little recap on the village itself. It was uh, the Bullywugs had actually cleared an area of the, of the swamp, um, built up a platform of muck, I suppose, uh, mud and stones and whatever, and then layered over the top an interweaved um, road platform system of you know reeds and other plants all interwoven together they built houses out of um, tree branches uh, logs and then again woven and and thatch roofs and um, along a main street uh, it turned into a t-junction if you look straight ahead was the statue and the stone building which was the mayor's office to the left on the t-junction was the zoo and to the right hand side was the uh, was the the, the, the the arena which is where we are right now um in the last episode they'd beaten cuthbert the crazy uh, or crazy cuthbert i can't remember which way his name was um and they had also defeated jonathan which was a rather large disgusting uh frogamoth um in that combat uh lily i believe had wild, wild shaped to a owlbear and was still within the arena walls. Um, Logan had climbed up the back of the frog off into the crowd before being swallowed. So he's back down in the arena, um, but has eyes on the mayor. Uh, Keenan, I believe, had levitated and used his ethereal wings to fly out into the space. I don't think he landed. I think he's still midair and Volta is still within the crowd. But these Bullywugs are not happy. They are booing and throwing stuff at you. Um, and the mayor himself had called for the arrest of, um, of the party. So with all this going on, this commotion and the arrest being called for, I was going to take a little bit of time for them to get to you. I, uh, I was going to go straight into initiative, I'm going to give you a chance to do something about this situation. If not, then we will re-roll initiative and we'll start again and see where we get to. So I'm going to give you all one chance to tell me what would you like to do. Um, we'll go around as I can see it on my screen, starting with Lily, top left. Then we'll go with um, Keenan, Volta, and then uh, down to Logan. Is Logan still in the frog? 
Or did we manage to... Um, no, one of you, I think it was you, cut him out. Okay, so he's fine. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to stand down because um, I see that the crowd is threatening us, so I will continue fighting. Cool, so you're taking a defensive sort of stance. Um, Enan, I believe you're floating with your ethereal wings. Yes, I will... Uh just try and position myself so I've got the fewest amount of enemies behind me as I can cool yep so yeah that's fine uh, I'd say you probably put yourself you're back to the door area where there isn't any seating okay um, but of course that would probably leave you open as a, a surprise attack perhaps if anyone comes through the door we'll see um, <laughs> how about <laughs> we'll see <laughs> how about for uh, Volta you were in the crowd I am in the crowd. It's a lovely place to be. It's very nice. Um, so, um, how many people in the crowd? How close is it? You know. Oh, it's all fairly well packed in. It's very well packed in. So, as we said just before we went live, um, and for you guys listening, watching us right now, I, I sort of cast my mind back to school, which was a long time ago for me. I seem to remember a Shakespearean theatre, which is a bit like um, the Roman Colosseum. However being made of wood, sand floor, seating all within this circular building. Um, I since Googled it, couldn't find a picture of that, so maybe my memory's off. But anyway, you're packed into this circular um, seating with frogs just everywhere. These are these bullywugs everywhere, packed in tight. Imagine being at a football or a rugby match. They're, they're all right up shoulder to shoulder with you. Is there a roof on the bed that we're sat in? Is it enclosed roof-wise? It's enclosed over the seating, but the actual um, arena floor itself is open to the element. Okay, then I can't fly up out of there very easily, so I am going to do some it's, it's quite a high. It'd be quite a high ceiling from your seating position. It's probably a, a, about 50 feet up. To the actual oh, in that case, cover. I will. Yeah, you have a fair bit of space. I will cast fly on myself and, um, you know, charge up into the air. I'm just going to respond very quickly to Schmelen on the chat. The open air theatre in Cornwall somewhere. Um, there is an open air theatre in Cornwall. However, it is not like that. That is more of an amphitheatre. This is more of a coliseum. Um, sorry, Volta, carry on. Yeah, so I'm going to cast fly and go up to my maximum sort of height just below ceiling level. Cool. Yep, that's fine. So you're going to go 50 feet above these frogs. That's that's absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm going to um, take an aero reconnaissance position. And then we're going to go to the big decider on where this all goes. Uh, and I've said in chat with the guys privately, obviously, uh, Tonight, I'm kind of ad-libbing it. I've given myself some pointers or wrote some pointer notes on where I'll sort of do things if certain things happen. But the promise of the end of the last episode, Logan is the wild card here and I'm going to let him <laughs> do what he wants and I'm going to react accordingly. So, Logan, over to you. I want to get to Mr. Mayor, basically. We all know this. Cool. So I'm going to make a beeline, straight leap from the, the corpse of the big froggy moth thing and go for the uh, the grandstand sort of area and try and get to him as close as I can. So that is basically a round of free actions. Um, with that, I think, as we know that Logan wants to do this, we are going to have to roll some initiative to see how things pan out. Uh -oh. <sighs> Um, I've made a generic roll for just the mayor at this precise moment. Um, I'm going to have to introduce more people into the initiative as we go along, but for now, that's where you're going. So, uh, Lily, what's your initiative, please? 11. 11. Uh, Logan? 25. Sweet. Wow. Uh, Keenan? Uh, 10. And Volta? Fenty, do you wish Fenty. me to uh, roll again for the frog, or should I just keep him on with me? Oh, uh, I think we had him on your initiative last time, so keep him with yeah. you. 
Actually, so they call it a pet, so you can do your bits and his bits at the same time. Awesome. Um, so, first to act, conveniently, is Logan. And then it will be Volta, Lily, and uh, and Keenan. So, from what I can gather, how far... How high is this sort of corpse of this big frog moth? Because it was 15 foot it's, when it uh, I mean, it was... It was... 15 feet tall, did you say, when it was stood up? That's what you but said. It was more than that. No, 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 no. It was the walls of the, of the finger 20 feet up, and its mouth reached oh, the right. wall. So yes. I think I think slumped over, and it's probably slumped against the wall. You could use that Legolas style and, you know, stab your things in there and hunk yourself up. Um, so I'd say you're going to take 20 feet of movement just getting up to the audience again. Right. And then whatever you've got left is what you can How do. How far is Mayor Guy from the top of the uh, wall? So you guys are closest to the door, um, and I think I said it was about 60 feet from the center, uh, so 30 feet, sorry, um, from the center point to the nearest walls, 30 feet, it's a circle. So if you go up 20 feet, uh, I'm guessing you have about 30 feet of movement, you can go 10 feet in towards the other side. <sighs> Bloody hell, circumferences and maths. Uh, you're gonna have to do, I think on top of that, another, Oh god. Don't grill me on this chat, I'm awful at maths. Um forty to fifty feet uh, you know, around to reach and he's kinda like on level with the wall at the far end of of the amphitheater. Okay, so uh, sorry, the amphitheater, the, the theater. Uh, I am going to I'm going to dash towards him. So 20 feet to get up there, and then another 40. I would say 40 to 50 feet, and you'll be on him if you if that's your goal. Yeah, so I'm more or less at him, sort of 10 feet away, but I can't do much else other than that. So cool. Get in there. Okay, um, and and just bar you. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna like stick your your sword into the back of this thing, propel yourself up, pull it out, maybe stick sword in again, give yourself that leap up onto the wall. You're gonna be tiptoeing around the edge of the wall or are you going to sort of like jump into the crowd and just barge these you know insignificant frogs right out of your way the ring like the the wall in a ring kind of thing running along it cool brandishing i like the idea i'm not going to make you i'm not going to do a, a, a an a, you know an athletics check but i think that's pretty cool so you're sort of like running along there and they're all like aghast at what's going on and you're coming up close to him uh volta it is your go my god, so uh, I'm quite above them. Um, how far would you say I am off from Mr. Mayor? You're so you're uh, uh, on the opposing side of where all this happened. I think I said you had a side on view to this combat, yeah. Um, so again, 40 to 50 feet uh, to your right hand side, um, would put you around the ring to uh, to where the mayor is. Yeah, good, good. I don't feel obliged to move. I'm just going to see if I can uh, knock him down before Branch gets there, just to make it really worthwhile <laughs> jamming up the thing. So I'm going to hit the mayor with, um, I'm going to attempt to hit the mayor with three Eldritch Blasts from a distance about 120 feet of... <laughs> Remember, you are level 11, and these are just bullywugs. <laughs> well, the, fir the first one is a 16. I don't know whether that would hit or not. Uh, well, that would definitely hit. <laughs> Do you wish me to roll damage as I go, or make all three attack rolls first? Um, well, are you capable of hitting lower than an 11? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm capable of hitting lower than an 11. Um, uh, however... However, I have just hit a 12 with the first one. So... As Logan is tiptoeing along the, but running along the edge of this um, arena, from out of the crowd, this bolt of magical energy just slams into the the mayor, who is pointing and looking in the direction of Logan and shouting commands. But into his side comes this magical blast of energy, and he just falls uh, dead, slumping in his chair. And then all these bullywugs start to turn their attention towards Volta uh, in horror of you um, son of a bitch. what just happened. You took it from me. Uh, 
<laughs> I've been waiting two weeks to stab that bastard, and you took it from me when he was ten feet away from the end of my sword. You can, you can always stab the corpse. Yeah, you can. Well, you I'm a two is him like a puppet. It is over. <laughs> I have, I have still have two Eldritch Blasts left, but none of the other Bullyboxes seemed to be attacking. So I guess I, I will hold. I mean, if you want to, you. if you want to carry those two over, like the the rending uh, ability. So if you want to carry those over to attack two others, you had um, David, the attorney at law, was with him. Um, oh yeah, David. and then. Uh, and then there was just generic bullywugs, the, the unnamed bullywugs. But let's see if I can hit David because I don't like lawyers. They're very, very you know. So uh, he's just screaming at this point, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, that's a twenty-three to hit, and um, <clears throat> yeah. so damage on that one is only nine points. Okay, so I mean, you definitely hit him there. AC is fifteen. Is a bullywug. Uh, I've not modified them at all oh. for this. They are just bullywugs. Um, apart from their intelligence, of course. Um, hit points, they do have 11. So, so um, last, the last Eldritch Blast, I rolled a nat 20. Oh, shit. My final beam. <laughs> are you also going for David? <laughs> I am still going for David because I really don't like lawyers. Then I think you kill David. Um, but uh, as it was a nat 20, as it was a nat 20, with the amount of damage you're going to do, so the first blast like hits him in possibly the side, the back of the head, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then the final blast comes in and just disintegrates him into a ball or into a a, 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 a spray of blood and guts and echoes. And I would like um, to imagine just this little set of boots left in the arena thing on the on the on steps, smoking just boots, a smoking pair of boots, smoking away, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can absolutely do that. <laughs> absolutely. And then um, I will then command my rock to take wing and adopt a protective position next to me. Cool. Uh, let's see. Pardon me. Um, Lily, you are up next. All right. Uh, so what what's happening in the arena, in the arena now from the other bullwars? Are they just, are they stunned or? They have all fallen fairly quiet in the shock, but there is a lot of commotion in the sense of, you know, people are shouting and mm -hmm. um, it's all fallen fairly quiet. It's just like that muttering and mumbling. What the fuck do we do now? You know, mm -hmm. um, and the few shouts of like, kill them, that sort of thing. Uh, right, I... But, so, uh, how close am I to the arena, to the to the audience? Uh, you're on the floor. I, I don't know. I think you were fairly close to the frogmoth, so only you're in ten feet to the wall. Okay, so I don't attack, but I like. Do I have feathers? This arm bear? Yes, it has. Like, the, I take my feathers up and take a really. Um, fearsome position and I'm walking all around the arena looking at them threateningly and I do okay. intimidation so as if telling them that don't mess with us so I just <laughs> want to do intimidation uh, because I don't want to hit somebody right now okay uh, if there's... so it's 16 plus 1 17 yeah, it doesn't take much to intimidate these guys. They're, they are just bullywugs. They're not. <laughs> they're not fight. They're, these guys, you can tell, you know, from the dress and the society you've already met. They're not fighters. They are gentlemen. Um, you know that kind of idea. The, the landed gentry. They're not. They're not going to try and fight you. So yeah. Um, if there's anything else you want to do, if not, we'll go over to Keenan. Oh, that's it. I'm just doing that. That's cool. Uh, they're not like being overly aggressive, are they, at the moment? They're in shock, and uh, when it comes to their, you know, it's not their turn yet, so yeah, we'll see what they do in a moment. But uh, they're in shock at the events. Okay. 
I've been playing too much Divinity. I was thinking I could delay my turn, but you can't. You have to ready an action, don't you? So it's not it's not your well, whole turn. Well, yeah. I mean, you you can you can ready an action. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll just hold. Uh, I'll just hold an action to to cool. do a melee attack against the first guy that looks aggressive within range of me. Um, and it is then going to be the bullywugs in this arena, and I suppose, unsurprisingly, they are fleeing. All of them are fleeing. They're leaving the arena as fast as possible. Um, I'm going to say that unless any of you have any hostile intent towards the rest of these bullywugs, I want to drop initiative because there's no point in going through another what do you want to do each of you because they are just these guys are just fleeing they're running for their lives before they all run i want to pick up the corpse of the one that got blasted to oblivion the mayor and literally uh no no he didn't get blasted to oblivion that was the, david that was david got that got blasted to oblivion the, the guy who got my, the one who got kill stealed from me the yeah. mayor yeah that was the mayor and i literally just want to impale him on my sword and then fling his body down into the arena like as a just a complete disrespect thing. Okay. As they're all sort of fleeing. It would have been your go next. That's absolutely fine. Um, but from there, I think we will drop initiative and it's down to you guys now. I I have literally no plans beyond whatever you guys do and I'm going to react to it. <laughs> right. So. I... I can't believe you took him. He was 10 feet in front of me. After all this time. Yeah, but you were 10 feet away from him and I could hit him like, you know, I thought I'd just soften him up a little bit for you. Is he, is he not and soft you would, enough now? You would be shouting at each other across as well because you're quite far away, but also the commotion of the stampede of these like he, like frogs running and oh my God! He, uh, but yes. turns his attention to uh, this huge hulking owl bear that everyone's kind of staying clear of us there legging it and so he's like now are you against us getting rid of this place so i i transform back to lily and uh, we should we should go to, where is the zoo we should free the prisoners we stop everything else first we don't want to free the prisoners for them to be killed on the way out or recaptured I think something fishy is happening here because I'm not I'm not very convinced that these are actual bulwarks. I'm really I have I have a theory and I'm I really want to see if if these are actually the elves and the elves in the in the body of the bulwarks and the bulwarks are on the body of the elves of the elves because it's really strange their behavior. And I, I thought, don't... did we not discover that it was the the mother bullywuggy nursey, yes. whatever she was, that was sort of treating the water and giving them this intelligence, and they were sort of basically imprisoning and not child trafficking, but child labour and things like that with them all? You did discover from the history textbooks that it was that uh, Big Mama had... Um, come to the swamp ahead of the swamp elves because they weren't initially swamp elves they lived in the grasslands um, and she'd come ahead found this swamp which she thought would be a perfect way of escaping the demon war uh, she made a deal with the bullywugs by giving them intelligence first um, to, uh, to to be able to communicate with them made a deal they had their own part of the swamp um through some fuckery. I mean, you didn't spend long enough really reading the, the textbooks to discover what was going on fully. Um, a deal was made somewhere along the line, corrupted, bullywugs, whatever the case may be. Slaves were being passed between the uh, the elves to the bullywugs because of their um, rabbit-like breeding, let's say. Um, and and it's just been a thing that's been in place ever since that keeps the harmony between the two. Yes. Um, well, but you did like read that there was no there was no disguises between bluebugs and elves. Okay. 
Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. Uh, so we should we should then try and uh, capture the bullywards and punish them for their crimes because they are with with the crimes they've committed. The, the only punishment would be death, especially for the mama. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. First of all, uh, maybe we should try and capture the the rest of the of the people and keep them somewhere and then deal with Big Mama because she is the head of the operation. Maybe we can herd them towards the zoo and do a swap. Mm. Uh, I say we do a little bit of that or at least block the exits. And we need to... enough of us to block the exits, my friend. I say we take out the biggest threat first. The others are yeah. all stuff we can round up later. Yeah, I'm going to go out from under the roof and ha- fly a little higher so I can see the surroundings of the outside of the building. Uh, so I can see if any of the body bogs are running off towards Big Mama's house. Or, you know. No, I mean, so as you go upwards, you just see some of them are fleeing towards the, the various houses in the village. Others are just fleeing off into all different directions in the swamp. Um, they're just trying to get away from you. Is it they're safe not, to look, say they're not going? The arena we are in is only now housing us. Yeah, it's empty. They're just I'm, they're I'm, going. Like I said some of them have run to their homes. Others have just dispersed off into the swamp. For a start, this place can go when he empties his wine skin on it and just sets it alight with his tinderbox, and then he's going to start saying, "Come on." Let's go and try and usher everyone out. Uh, yeah, you guys are gonna have to run. <laughs> just, just before we run, like all while we're running, I'm not happy to kill children or uh, just no, people. No, only uh, those who are involved in forcing the children into slavery, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, not I the innocents. Kill any innocents? Yes, just to be clear. Well, you're going to have to uh, decide on what's innocent because you've got to remember that um, in all parts of this bullywug society, right from the adults down to the children, they're exploiting these elven slave workers in one form or another. Whether they know they're doing it as an exploitation or they don't, they are all in a way... this is the part where we kind of get cut the head off the snake and then we round the others up to maybe not kill them all, but we obviously have to handle them and the zoo would be a prime place to do that. I would definitely say you've cut the head off the snake. <laughs> you've definitely done that in oh, killing I the mayor. Oh, I mean, with regards to oh, Big Mama at this point. Yeah. Keenan, what are your um, thoughts on this? Before you do that, can I say the, the other thing I was going to mention was as Volta has <laughs> elevated above, sorry, um, you notice from one other building there are more armoured looking bullywugs with spears mm. but they're just they're sort of trying to grab people what you know what's going on and they've sort of mentioned what has happened and they're also fleeing let's, uh, um. <laughs> so let's start heading out of the arena because it is like on fire and we'll see what Kane is yes. saying as we're sort of leaving yeah what have you been drinking Logan spirits Milk. <laughs> it's very much as you as you leave the arena. It's very much scenes from like uh, Return of the Jedi, when Luke's just taking Darth Vader out, you know, he's in his dying state, and there's just people just like dropping their posts and just fleeing. Doesn't matter whether they're armed or not. They are just going. They're not interested in you. They want nothing to do with you. They're just going. Kanan, are you with yeah, us? I- <laughs> I probably landed at this point because I can only fly for a minute, so um, I'm back on the ground. Um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, they seem remarkably innocent, but, you know, they, they were very blasé about what they were doing, and they didn't seem to care, even though it was something that was truly horrible. Um, so I... I, I I'll defend you guys, and if they raise arms against us, I'll gladly strike them down, but I'm not going to fireball people running away from me in the back. I think maybe they should, we, should, 
we should give them to the elves uh, so they will have a fair trial and then they can decide their fate. That's not it's a bad idea. If you chose, would you give them to I, a, I think a fair trial? At, at this point, just because of not wanting things to go wrong, if everyone's in agreement, I want to go straight to the big mama before she tries to flee or set anything up, anything like that. And we'll have sort of the diplomacy following that. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. I, I think that makes is, sense, yeah. Do we go to Big Mama's house or do we draw Big Mama here by maybe destroying her source of power for the body bugs? Uh, how f when we went to speak to Big Mama, how far from the fountain was she, Mike? In a different village. Well, she was in her stump in oh, the, yes. uh, the Elven village. Which I think we said was, I think we said it was about a mile, uh, which would put, yeah, it was like half an hour's walk. The thing I'm maybe slightly longer because it's it's rough terrain. So although some of these may be innocents and some of them may need to live and everything, that fountain is only her power because she puts stuff in it. But it may be the source of clean water for the innocents. If we leave this well, location before freeing the elves, there may not be any elves to come back and free. Um, Blow it up! <laughs> so, let, let's put things into order. Do you want to free the slaves which were left in the zoo? I do, I, I do but I don't think that should be priority, number one. They're currently... And they are then safe. the second part is you you identified there was something about the swamp... Uh, sorry, the, the fountain and the intelligence levels. And that you know that Big Mama was coming back every 30 days to replenish it. You haven't identified the spell. Um, I might be giving you more than what I should probably give you, but you haven't identified the spell that was going on there. And you I say you need to make a decision. What are you doing with these these slaves? Can can uh, can this spell be identified with detect magic, or does it need uh, something more? Um, I don't know what the wording for detect magic is. Um, let me just very, very quickly Google it because or other, um, you know, service providers are available. Um, <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Ask, Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yes. Um, let me have a look at the wording for the tech magic and I'll tell you if you could tell what spell it is. Uh, wording well, is the treasury sets a present magic in favor. While you look up that, I'm you... thinking we get rid of the fountain after what Cobb said. Um, get rid of Mama, then come back, so save the slaves, and then use their well, holdings to sort out the others. The wording is that no, you won't be able to tell what the spell is. Um, I don't know off the top of my head if there is a spell, but I would say with a reasonably high DC. Um, let me see what 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 um very quickly mike do, do yeah. we know how many slaves are in the the zoo there were a few i mean there were various pens of them probably 30 okay. and then some of them are still within the households um around uh i don't know in my notes where i actually wrote down what spell was being used but um in fact, I do know where I've got it written down because I've got it written down for something over here. Your room genuinely looks like it's on fire, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it is the spell. Logan has been there, I think. I can't get it <laughs> If, if uh, one of you falls well a spellcaster amongst you falls into the type that can use it yes with a high dc check i would allow for lily to identify the spell can can i assist her in any way as a fellow magic user with an arcana you check can. or something um it's not within your school of magic um but I have access to you, many schools I, of magic, you'll see. I would say that you could make an assistance and if it's high enough again, because 
When you say you have access to many schools of magic, I have school a me. Feature, I have a feature that gives me access to yeah. any spell book, any any spell in any class, and I have quite a few spells from different classes. What is that noise? I can play the ukulele. <laughs> Just throw that in there. Steve's trying to detect magic. You're in the back. They're like, do do do. That was my ukulele. Ding I mean. Let's give you two seconds to close this window and it's just causing the door to bang this around window. with two secs. Uh, right. While Mike's gone, who's against me going after Big Mama? I, I literally want to raise this city. My Big no, Mama's not in this city, that's my point. Big Mama's in another place, so if we leave this place before we rescue the people in the zoo, there may be no people left in the zoo by the time we go back, okay. you know? Sorry. Um, yes, if, if you can access all that, then yes, you can... Um, DC is still going to be high, but uh, you can assist her in trying to figure out what the spell is. Do I can hear I advantage? List? Say again, sorry. Do I hear advantage? Uh, you have advantage on the roll, yeah. Okay. There is a very big daddy long, long leg in here, just beside me. <laughs> just it, it won't eat much. Is that what you call Matt? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 19, totally. 19. The spell being used, as so you spend a bit of time and you sort of try and take in the essence of whatever it is, the spell being used is Awaken. Ooh. So for 30 days, it grants um, intelligence to... Uh, oh, in fact, why am I trying to make this up? Let's just read it. Let me read you the wording of the spell. Mm -hmm. Um because it would make more sense. So, uh, after spending the casting time tracing magical pathways in a previous episode, uh, you touch a huge one. So, intelligence score, the, it basically gains an intelligence of 10. Um, this is obviously for if you were dealing with NPCs or you know that sort of thing. Um, effectively, what she's done is she has cast Awaken on this or given the essence of Awaken to the water, which they're drinking, which is giving them the effect of the spell, they're gaining intelligence beyond their own means um, for, a level, uh, for a period of 30 days. Um, is it, and that's what's going on with this fountain. Does it worth it? Is it uh, the way that she has done the spell? Uh, does it worth it if I do the spell magic on it, or is it going to be wasted? Oh my god, just go away. Um, I think Dispel Magic would probably work. Um, I'm going to have a very quick look at the wording of Dispel Magic, but I think it'll work because it's a temporary... It's only a temporary effect, really. Okay. Um, you could choose an object uh, or magical effect within range. Any spell a third level or lower, which it is, is fine. Uh, yeah, you should be okay. You can... Um, so DC, you need to do 10 plus 3, so 13 is the DC to successfully dispel what's on that fountain. Okay, so... Uh, Are we at the my, fountain? Is it my spell? Yeah, I think you are there, yeah. Okay. So I roll the 10, and is it the spellcasting ability that I, I add? You, you, need, you, need, you need 13 or higher. Okay. On the roll, or do I add also something? Um, it's a DC for the spells. Uh, let me see. Three spells. It's the ability check using your yeah. So use your spell casting ability okay. plus ten. So oh, without rolling. Oh, sorry. Hang on. It's, the, the, I might have reworded that wrong. So, that's fine. That's fine. Make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. So it's 13. So the DC is 13. Okay. You need to roll You need to roll higher than 13. So if you only got 10, it's not high enough to dispel it. I rolled 13. Oh, you did roll 13. I okay, 10 that's plus fine. 3 is my spellcasting ability. Okay, that's fine. So you dispel the 
awakened spell on the fountain. But whoever's been drinking from it still has approximately 30 days. Some of them may be less, some of them may be more. Or, or I, not more, but you know what I mean. Could I like chuck in a potato just before she casts it? <laughs> if you really feel compelled to chuck in a potato, yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> Does it awaken? <laughs> um, the potato would gain some <laughs> intelligence. Yeah. Potatoes <laughs> <laughs> meat. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't sprout um, arms or legs or anything, but it seems to have some level of sentience. Oh, sweet! Not. To, it looks bad. Not to the. It, it seems sweet to look healthier, but it doesn't. It's not. It's not like. Um, it's not like Groot or anything like that. <laughs> it doesn't start to sprout appendages, you know. Okay. <laughs> Fair perhaps, perhaps if you play it certain music, it might sprout plants and flowers, opposed to if you play other music, it might shrivel a little bit. I don't know. It responds to. No, we, yeah. we, we cannot eat the potato for thirty days now. Because <laughs> it will be sad. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> oh god. I'm tempted so, to what else are we doing? <laughs> yes. The fountain is now nullified. It is now no longer a magical fountain. Um to be honest, I, I agree that we should we should take the prisoners out first before we go to Big Mama. Because we don't know in how in which in what state they are. I, I think he's, um... Okay, what about the bullywugs who were all running and abandoning their posts? They dropped spears and things like that. We gather up a couple of them, throw them to the prisoners as we let them out. Just in case. So they can sort of yeah, defend themselves at some kind of <laughs> rudimentary level. Yeah, let's go free the prisoners and arm them so they can hold out in the zoo or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. And then they can go and kill your big mama. Yes. Well, I think if you go if you go to the zoo and start like breaking locks on the gates and stuff, prisoners are kind of they're they're very frail. They're very you know inebriated and they're not very strong. They've been there a while and they're just like, I just want to go home. Let us go home, please. Oh, we're not saying they have to fight. It's just they can defend themselves. Take one if they need to defend themselves or stop getting recaptured yeah. or anything. Bit like the old people in Helm's Deep when the orcs are coming, you know. Give them all a sword and hope for the best. It's yes. fine. Right, let's make a move. Let's get on over there and then get on over to Mama. Okay. Um... Oh my god, what's going on here? We're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Isengard. <laughs> Yeah, the well, I mean, so the ones that you like break the locks and the things they want to they want to flee. So, and you now your plan is to leave the village to go and confront Big Mama. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make a roll. Oh God! I think, guys, that we should be a little bit more a little bit tactful because we are, after all, in the village of the elves. When we get there, there's. We don't want to be seen to be attacking one of their own just out of the blue. Um, what would you suggest after all she has done to these people? I, I don't know. Um, what What if we have the, the prisoners with us as, as a proof mm. of what is happening? I am going to make a roll to see it might force your decision on a d20. Lower than a 10, something good will happen. Higher than a 10, something bad will happen. Something bad. No. I rolled an 8. So, tell me your plans. How do you want to proceed? Uh, you I have think... averted one really bad thing happening. <laughs> I think Lily makes sense there. If we take, if we not escort them, but if we are heading that way anyway, and most of the prisoners want to kind of get back home to their villages, it will kind of give 
strength to our words of what was happening. We we just go and cool. confront her with a very sharp blade. So you make your way back to the Bullywog village. As you do so, you start to hear in various places to your left, to your right, behind you, in front of you, all over the place. You start hearing the same horn ringing out, just going. Um, you press on. You don't know what it means, but you press on back to the village. And as you do so, um, Lord Calastro uh, is. Um, he comes down for the first time. You see him down out of this, like the high up place. He comes straight down to you as he spots you. And he runs across um, the village and he, he he says, "What have you done? What we have malnourished elves returning to us. Bullyvugs everywhere in the swamp. Our scouting parties are our border patrols are blowing horns. Can you not hear them? What have you done?" We have freed the elves, my lord. Freed them from slavery. You should be grateful. Slavery? My god, I did not expect this. Right under of your course nose. You must explain. Well, I say right under my nose. We only just recently got here. We were investigating ourselves. We do not know what has happened. You have probably gone against the advice of these peoples and gone to the Bullyvug village we've been trying to investigate here subtly no my lord it's more than that uh, there is an exchange of prisoners in order to keep the peace between you and it's something that you didn't know and big mama is responsible for that these people no. were put in the arena to fight with monsters like they were in a zoo, so they can see them. It was horrible. My god, this is not what I was expecting. Not at all. Do not worry. I am willing to deal with Big Mama. We will, yes. This is what we're about to do now. Do you have well, any... I think... Do you have any inclination as to whether this might be a, a, a single issue with Big Mama, or might this go deeper be something among the, the swamp elves themselves we do not know we uh, as I say our investigations have only really just begun we haven't we certainly haven't stirred the hornet's nest so to speak as you have this is going to have grave implications and now we have to get the answers even quicker we didn't even suspect big mama as being the problem uh, great mama should I say as being the problem she doesn't like being called big <laughs> on the on the other hand if everything goes wrong there is always this village that you can go and live there i don't think we want to live in this village but we want to return to Atlantis, of course of course this is our, our goal but until then if there is any issues with the swamp elves then you can always uh, return go to the village <laughs> Well, maybe. maybe. slightly, Lily, that we have no God-given rights to displace an entire populace from their homes. Some of them have carried out misdeeds, it is true, but some of them were just living their lives. Yes, but I don't think after, otherwise. after the end of this spell, I don't think they are, they will be capable to understand the way they, they live right now. I don't think they will maintain the villas because you remember that this intelligence is because of the spell. So I don't think they will be able to maintain the life as it is now. With respect, as a noble, you can only govern so many of the people below you. Sometimes you just have to let them develop in their own way. And if their village deteriorates, then it deteriorates a little. But you cannot just go at the moment they are sentient creatures and until they are proved to be culpable you cannot go in and dispossess them of their homes yeah i guess so i've I, i've um, come across bullywogs before and yes this is a slightly more thought out plan than they usually are capable of but it's still very much in their nature they're far from innocent beings on the whole 
But I'm not going to go with the opinion of the majority. I just wish to make the case for mm. not assuming that we were in any way better. But first, we have more pressing matters to deal with. Big Mama needs to meet my sword. Have you tried ten? <laughs> Look at this tiny sponge. <laughs> well, um, I think uh, we're coming up on uh, an hour, so we'll take a break in just a moment. But um, as you say, Big Mama should meet my sword. Um, from out of the stump, her stump, the big stump in the middle of the village, she comes trudging out and she says, <laughs> What the hell you boys been doing now? I think that's What's the all this time. commotion about? It's time you answered for your crimes. And that's where we'll take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh. dun, 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 dun.